Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. While a lot of these parents are very demanding, the only thing I'll ever ask of you is if you could hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by an anonymous poster. My parents took down the wall of my room. So this happened back when I was around 9. My parents bought this new apartment in which we moved. My room was somehow in the middle of the house. Outside it was a long hall connecting the living room and kitchen to my parents' bedroom and bathroom, and in the middle, it was my room. I don't really know why, but before we moved there, during the renovations, my parents had the construction team just take down the wall separating my room from the hall. So every time you'd want to go to the bathroom from the living room or kitchen, or go to my parents' bedroom to the living room, you'd have to walk through my room. I left for college at 18, almost running out the door, but until then, I had to go through 9 years of absolutely zero privacy. My mom especially had this habit of throwing away stuff that she thought I didn't need anymore, such as my beloved Yu-Gi-Oh card collection or my toys. Because I didn't have a wall, my room never felt like it was my room. It felt like the place where I sleep, but had nothing personal to it. Because of this, right now I'm 26 and it's impossible for me to consider any place as home. Because I didn't have any door, I was seeing my parents way too many times a day and I'd also hear everything. From the stupid TV shows they're watching, to the dirty talk they had when they were hooking up, I know. And it was also reversed. My mom would hear anything. If I played on the computer instead of learning, she'd hear the mouse clicks. If I was pretend sleeping, she'd hear me moving too much. If I texted someone, she'd hear the buttons being pressed, old style phones, or the phone vibrating for the smartphones. Every time they wanted to check on me, they'd just go to the kitchen. Even though I hate my parents for this, I'm also aware that the regime I grew up in had helped me become the paranoid freak that I am today, and in some way that's good. While living with my parents, I never conceded. Always improved my ways of doing illegal stuff. For example, I bought a clickless mouse, managed to set up a web connection from my phone to my tablet, and hung my phone somewhere in the hall so I could see my parents coming in, learn how to take apart electronics, computers, and playstations especially, and run them from weird places. I once ran my computer from inside my desk, while my mom thought that my computer was inside its case in the living room. I learned from a young age the importance of privacy and not leaving traces behind and much more. My rant's over, but I want to end by saying that even though you went through difficult stuff, sometimes there's also a good part to it. A good part that might take years to discover. Of course, this doesn't excuse how stupid my parents were. Now I've heard a story or two of parents taking the kids' doors, but imagine moving into a new place and your parents say, oh yeah, by the way, we took down the wall in your room. You are now the shortcut to the kitchen. Isn't that great? I think I would literally scream. If you lived in a situation where your parents forced you to live without a door or without a whole wall, would that be something you'd be able to forgive them for later down the line? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Redhead Redemption 13 Entitled mother and entitled dad wanted me to name my kids after them despite me changing my religion. So context, I, 29-year-old male, and my wife, 27-year-old female, are a mixed-race couple. 
I'm white, she's black Somalian. Because of this, I changed my religion from Christian to Islamic. My parents are devoted Christian white folk, so their pale, freckled, redhead child. Being with someone black and Islamic is a big no-no. They held it in for our wedding though, despite it not being a normal Christian wedding. And her family supported us, so we thought it was all good, right? Wrong. About three years later, we found out that we were going to have a child a girl, and we couldn't wait. My wife, let's call her Maya, wanted to name the baby after her sister who had passed away due to cancer. I immediately said yes because I just want to make her happy, plus I like the name. When my parents found out though, they were not happy. I went to their house, this was our convo. Note, my dad isn't as entitled as my mom, but he's rather strict even though we joke a lot together. Mostly he fears her and goes along with whatever scam she pulls. Entitled mother says, oh hi OP, how's your wife doing? I say she's doing great, how are you? She says I'm okay, she said sadly. But I was thinking of baby girl names for you. I said oh thanks, but we already chose a name. She says, oh, I know, and says the name with an incorrect pronunciation. Anywho, I have a name that's perfect. It's my name. Isn't that a great idea? Side note, my mom's name is not an Islamic name. I say, uh, sorry, I can't. It's not Islamic and my wife wanted it, so I support it. She frowns before immediately getting cross and raised her voice. Oh, please, I know my child more than you do, and I know you don't actually want that. You clearly want your offspring to have a nice Christian name, refers to herself, and be a devout Christian like me. Why are you being so selfish? I just want to be remembered in the family after I pass. She was 52 in the story. Think about the women who raised and helped you become the man you are today, who stopped you from making bad decisions that are bad to Jesus. I bet your wife has intoxicated my baby's mind with evil thoughts against God. I was a little ticked off by her at this point. I said, Mom, calm down, I'm not your baby anymore and can make my own decisions. She says, this is ridiculous. Why are you so disrespectful? Are you possessed? You're not the boy I raised. She then called my dad from upstairs. Now my dad's never been a bad guy, just a bit selfish at times. He's mainly bald head, orange viking beard guy. So my dad comes rushing down as my mom starts bawling that I was being rude to her and I was on the wrong path to heck. Sweet old dad proceeded to give me an earful about how I need to apologize to my mother about stressing her out, then demanded I did as she said and named the baby after her. Then promptly asked me, more like told me, to do the same with his name if we have a boy. I just left afterwards and didn't see them until the birth of my child. Of course, we put the original name down for our child like we intended, but my mother had apparently been telling everyone, and I mean everyone, about how we were going to name the child after her, and how she would be just like her with pale skin and dark brown hair with blue eyes. Not sure how she got to that conclusion, but in her words, God always finds a way. She said it to everyone, friends, family, colleagues, so... Imagine my surprise when I started getting messages congratulating me on baby Maria. Also, she has my surname, aka her surname, and the confused messages I got back when I corrected them. They informed me they told them about the delusion my mom made them think was my life. She said how I was married to a white Christian lady, I was becoming a pastor, And worst of all, they showed me images of her on Facebook and social media of me with scraggy hair, a beard and a leather jacket, to me with short hair, clean shaven with church clothes on, taken at different times, 
and messages about how I was misguided as a rebellious youth, and after she helped me find God, I straightened out and became what she wanted. The message that still annoys me to this day is, my son is going to be the next Nikki Cruz, and I feel safe knowing I've helped into making a person who will spread the word of Jesus and will make the world a better place. I was so annoyed that she basically rewrote my entire life without me knowing and how she wanted me to be. The final straw though was when I got to their house after my baby's birth. We went to my mother's house who proceeded to hog the baby while looking not so pleased. The baby didn't look like her. Before asking when is the baptism. I said mom we're Islamic remember the baby is also Islamic. She says, what? How could you do this to poor Maria Jr.? I say, first of all, her name is not Maria. Second of all, I'm not some toy you can play with. She says, how dare you? After all, I've done for you. I say, you haven't done anything to me other than be a pain. Come on, Maya, let's leave. We then left as my mother was yelling at us, crying that no amount of praying could save us for our path of sin. Worst part? She then keeps contacting my wife, telling her that she was ripping me from her and my religion, and how she should get a divorce if she wants to go to heaven. That type of stress should not be put on a new mother. She also keeps telling me to divorce and come back to the church and let her see her grandbaby. But she continues to call her Maria Jr. and refuses to accept the name we gave her. So yeah, that's my story. Thanks for reading. It's totally an OP's court as to what they want to do here, but it's pretty clear that sadly their own mother doesn't respect their life choices. They would literally rather get Facebook fanfiction-y with OP's life and their future trajectory than rather accept OP, their partner, and their child. I think if they can't respect literally any part of you or your family, then that toxicity need not be around. Our next story is by Ritam the Orange Dog, Entitled Mother Lets Her Kid Drown Me. This story happened to me many years ago, so I can't remember some of it, but it went like this. I went to play in the pool with my cousin, and when I reached her house, my cousin's parents had some friends visiting. It was a blonde woman with long hair, entitled Mother, the dad, dad, and the kid which was 13 or 14 years old and he had a broken nose, which is kind of important to the story, entitled Kid. After a while, we entered the pool and the parents sat down and watched us. Then we decided to do a water fight, which pretty much was that you had to use a water gun to shoot the other person with water. Then I hit Entitled Kid and so he got mad that he lost and decided to get revenge on me by grabbing my head and slamming it underwater. After about 6 seconds, I managed to escape his grasp and I looked directly at the Entitled Mother and said, He just drowned me. Her response was, He has his nose broken, get over it. If I'm right, the dad was just laughing, so I just got up and went home. I've been wanting to post this story for years now, and I decided to post it today. Just that one sentence is all you need to hear to know that this is the entitled mother that will pull any bad poop insane reason out of thin air to make excuses for her or her kids or her husband to deflect any blame that might be ever possibly coming their way. She's the type of lady to go try to rob a bank fail and when the police got her in handcuffs she starts freaking out saying oh my god what happened that must have been the demons that took over me i don't know where i am you have to understand officers my son's nose is broken this next story is by material wrongdoer 81 accused of kidnapping this happened when i was 16. my mom sent me to the grocery store for a few things a few things about the store 
One, it was not in the best area. Two, my mom and I shop there a lot, so I know the manager, a few cashiers, and the security guard. This is relevant later. I get to the store and start gathering things on my list. I walk down an aisle, and I saw a mom and her son who we will call Chris. Chris was about three years old. She was shopping and Chris was running down the aisle. She was at one end and I was at the other end. Chris runs by me. I grab his shirt and he makes a U-turn and now he's running back to his mom. She watched me and smiled. I make my way to the next aisle to continue. She watched me and smiled. I make my way to the next aisle to continue working on my mom's list. Something caught my eye and here comes Chris running down my aisle. I hear the mom in the previous aisle calling for him, not wanting him to get kidnapped. I picked him up and walked him back to his mom. She's still shopping and calling his name. I walk up to the mom and said I found him in the next aisle. She looked horrified and took him back. She was looking at him and I said to her, I didn't want to see anything bad happen to him. I walked away and went back to shopping. I honestly forgot about it. I go to check out and get in my favorite cashier's line. She always picks on me. She gets to me and asked about my mom. We chatted and then a woman screams, there he is, check out number six. We're all looking around and I see it's me she's yelling about. My cashier says with a straight face, what did you do now? I said the only thing was the kid I returned. I paid and was walking to leave when the manager came out of his office, his office was a raised room with no roof, and asked me what happened. I tell him and he said, that's it, and don't worry about it. I walked by the guard and we talked and at the end he said, it don't pay to be nice anymore. I agreed and started to leave, then I hear her scream, he's leaving, you're not arresting him? He tried to kidnap my baby. Then I waited thinking, I'll be talking to the police soon, and then I heard something that put me at ease. I hear the manager yell, shut up, if you had your kid under control, you wouldn't be here. Then he added, did you lose sight of your kid? Did he bring him back? How could he be kidnapping if he brought him back and handed him to you? Then I hear her say, oh, then I left. Don't you love that the security guard had to think for this mom? OP literally did the exact opposite of kidnapping. You could convince me that this mom had some kind of victim complex or they felt it necessary to somehow be a victim because they otherwise had no idea how to process the emotions of a stranger handing their kid back to them. In our final story of the day is by the NHK, my mother is a child who cares more of her image than my feelings. This happened just a few minutes ago. I was feeling kind of crap and she, for the first time I can even remember, tries to get me to tell her what's wrong in the middle of a store, then later in the car. She continues to try until she realizes I'm not budging. So she decides that, if you won't let me help you, then look happy around me, and adds that because she can hide her feelings, so can I. She also either can't or chooses not to understand how I can be uncomfortable talking to her, but not a therapist. I recently asked to be scheduled to go. Then later at home, she asks me for a hug. She does this to make herself feel better when she yells at me and got pissed I didn't want to. So now she gives up ever trying to be there anymore. I definitely feel bad for OP because it's pretty clear whether or not they'll ever accept it, it seems like this mom just has no understanding of where OP might be emotionally and what's the right way to support them. And OP seeking out something that can help them like therapy, 
and I think the mom's like insecure or something and kind of poo-poos it. It's just disappointing to hear this mom basically say, what can you tell a therapist that you can't tell me? If I were OP, that phrase alone would have made me completely sever any hope of ever opening up to my parent. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.